Welcome to Equip, tools for navigating real life. I want to welcome you to an Equip broadcast brought to you by Arise Ministries. I'm Pam Keneally, co-founder, and today I have the joy to visit with B. Smith. B. is an international best-selling author of her book, Be Inspired, that is B-E-E, Be Inspired, and she is an advocate for life, sharing her story to live for today, to live in the presence, and to live a life full of joy, and what a delightful person she is. I have a question. Have you ever felt like giving up or felt like you're not enough or even experienced a severe spirit of lack? Then today's podcast is just for you. If you enjoy our podcast today, I want you to be sure and visit our website at ariseministries.net. There you'll see articles and podcasts and videos specifically for single moms with lots of tools for navigating real life. And I know you probably need that as I do as well. So with that being said, let's go ahead and begin. I can't wait for you to meet B. Smith. B, thank you so much for being with us today. It's just such a joy having you here. And I'm excited what we're going to talk about. Welcome. Oh, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. All right. Well, you know what? I uh, just want to start off by hearing a little bit about your story. Somehow we are able to connect when we share a little bit about our story. We're going to talk today about the spirit of lack and what that looked like in your life. Can you give us just a snippet of your testimony? We'd love to hear that. Sure thing. Um, My testimony is I am a suicide survivor saved by grace. Wow. And uh, when we talk about the spirit of lack, I always felt like I wasn't enough. I didn't have enough. Um, Nobody loved me. Nobody cared for me. And so I just felt so alone. And attempting suicide and almost losing my life um, is where I truly woke up and found my life. And I found my life with the love of God and the completeness and the love of God. And it truly changed my thinking. And I'm very grateful to be here today. I'm sure you are. I wish you could see what I'm looking at. This is a beautiful woman woman sitting across the table from me. And I sometimes, you know, we see people be, and we just think they have it all so together, but we don't know that the story behind them is quite quite powerful. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. So, um, well, you know what? Let's just talk a little bit about, you mentioned the spirit of lack earlier. Just what what did that look like for you at that moment when you were so distressed? We have moms today listening that are distressed and are looking at everything they don't have. Talk a little bit about how they are feeling. Identify with them with what they're feeling right now. You know, when I reflect on that time as a single mom, it just seemed like there was just never enough resources, never enough time. Time was definitely scarce. Mm -hmm. Never enough money. Um, You know, and I always kind of felt like, you know, if I had a man, you know, if I had a man, all my problems would go away. If I had a better job and a man, then all my problems would go away. (laughs) If I had more money and a man and another job, then all my problems would go away. And I always just felt like I never had enough. I remember... Um, I would get the child support. You know how sometimes, you know, I know you don't have child support, but when I did get child support, I was thinking that that would be enough. And even then, I still had to balance my budget. I remember counting out meals. I knew when I got paid, I knew how many days it was. I would go to the grocery store and I would count out the meals for the day for my son for each day to make sure that he could eat up until I got paid. And sometimes that meant that I didn't eat. And you know, it just, 
it's just one of those things where I didn't even understand that God was providing for me because my son was never hungry. But at that time, it just felt like everything was so hard. And I always felt like I didn't have enough. And it, and it was just like, I don't understand, you know, if, if, you know, if God is my source, then why am I struggling so much. Yeah. That was really hard for me. Yes. And you know what? You talk about I didn't have enough money. I didn't have enough resources. But not only that, I hear mom say sometimes it's not just that that I don't have that that that's not enough, but I'm not enough as a Ooh. person. Now that's a whole different situation. Not that I don't have the you know possessions to be but I'm not enough. Wow. I'm not, and t- is that the root that leads to suicide? I that, mean, that, is that what kind of where you yes. were on that? That I'm not enough. Yes, that was. You know, I could put food on the table, but on the inside, I was empty. Yes. Mm-hmm. So while I'm up here looking at meals and and this and clothes and and and, and outings. On the inside, I was empty because I didn't feel like I was enough, and I wasn't even addressing the, the, the lack on the inside, the spiritual lack on the inside, and just feeling like I, I was nothing. I felt like I was nothing. Let's just go ahead and keep yes. it real. and invisible. I was invisible. Yes. I felt like a waste of space. Um, I felt like, why am I even here? Oh, my goodness. And, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. you know, to hear someone say, you're beautiful, I didn't even feel like I was beautiful. I, I thought I was ugly. I was like, yeah. you know, nobody wants me. Nobody nobody cares. Um, I just felt invisible. Yes, you were swallowed up in some major lies from the enemy, I know. And yet we have single moms listening today that feel the very same way. They feel uh, they feel left out. They feel invisible. They feel like there's no purpose. No, yeah. There's just, you know, why, why be here? But you, you have to be here because you have a child. And so our mind can go strange places when we get to that. Tell me some things that you turned to when you were thinking, I'm not enough, that you thought would fill you. Okay. So now saying money was tight, but whatever money I did have, I would shop. Mm-hmm. I would buy things. Um, always um, make sure, you know, I looked really, really pretty, like really, really pretty, almost pristine um, um, food. I was about over 300 pounds. I was overweight and unhealthy. So I kind of, you know, some people maybe look to drugs or alcohol I went to food and shopping and just um, a lot of irresponsible behavior which probably put me in the position where I was in to be struggling financially so now that I look at it you really have to look at the things that you're doing when you feel like you're not enough and those unhealthy habits that you get when you feel like you're not enough yes and it's just so discouraging so at what point did you did you turn at what point did you Move in the direction where you could find God and that He could be your source and your and your enough. At what point did that happen for you? Well, ladies, um, we'll just tell the truth. The point to where I felt like I was enough was when I almost lost my life. I found my life. I had to almost lose my life to find my life. And I want to share with you, ladies, you know, that in that moment, I attempted suicide I'm fighting for my life. I have an encounter with God. And in that encounter with God, he showed me all the beauty in the present, all the things that I wasn't looking looking for, all the things that I wasn't looking at. Um, it was hugs from strangers. It was people in my life that had been there for me, but I was so caught up in my spirit of lack and thinking that I wasn't enough. I didn't even appreciate the people that were there for me. I was so busy looking at who had left me and who didn't want me and who didn't appreciate me. And all the time, God is like, girl, I'm right 
here. And in that moment, he showed me such beauty and he showed me such love. I always felt like I grew up Kojic. So I was always you grew up what? Kojic, Church of God in Christ. Okay. So we were holiness. And so I always was taught that if you commit suicide, you know, you're going to hell. You're, there's no salvation for you because you can't ask for forgiveness. But here I am in this moment, I've attempted to take the most beautiful gift that we have Christ died so we can have life, and I'm up here trying to take it. And in that moment, God is still saying to me, daughter, I love you. You are precious. Let me show you these things. And in that moment, I was like, oh, God, what have I done? I said, because here I am giving away this precious gift, and here you are showing me how beautiful and and what I've been missing out on. And I'm like, I want my life back. (laughs) I want my life back. And And I promised him that day, I said, if you give me my life. I'll tell everybody about your grace and I'll tell everybody about this experience. I said, but if you take me, I know I'm going to be with you because you've shown me a different side of the coin. You've shown me a loving God. You've shown me a God that if God judges, let me tell you, it's a loving, it's the most loving experience ever. And I believe that he saved me so I could come back and share with people his love. That's the most pure love I've ever felt in my life. Yes. Can't nobody give you the love that God Yes, gives. that is so wonderful. What would you say to moms today that are saying, I want that love. How do I get it? I mean, how do I get it? Where do they go to find that love? There's moms asking that question right now. You got to connect to the source. You got to <laughs> connect to God and he has to be your everything. And then you have to trust him to provide you with everything, even your mindset. Like I had to change my mindset. I had to renew my mind. But look at what I had to go through to get there. You don't have to go there. He is right there. He's never left. Mm-hmm. He, he He's right there. You've got to connect to the source. It's not a man. It's not a job. It's not more money. It's not it's not approval. It, it's none of that because you're enough. You came here enough. You came here with a purpose. You came here. We're all here for a reason. You came here with a purpose, but to know that purpose, you have got to connect to him. Yes. Oh, what a beautiful, beautiful words. That's so, so right. You know, moms, they're, they're, to know that, that God is reaching out to you. God's mm-hmm. hands are reaching out, reaching down to you and giving us the opportunity of choice. And we mm-hmm. can choose. It's like you chose at that moment, very critical moment in your life, whether to go through it or not. You had a, still had the gift of choice. And God has given us today the gift of choice to turn to Him every second of the day. And it's our choice to turn or not turn. And maybe the Spirit of God is leading you this moment to turn. Just to trust what's, what, what is being said by B and to turn. B, tell them what that looks like to turn. What does it look like? Wow. What it looks like to turn. There are places that I thought I would never go. Experiences that I thought I could never have. And, and God's been there. And, you know, I used to always feel like I didn't have enough resources. God will send people and places. He'll send you people. He'll send you resources. You don't even have to have it because he has it all. And just the experiences that I've had learning to trust him and let him be my guide have been more than I ever could imagine. I'm so glad I didn't die. I'm, there's so <laughs> yes. much so joy. Oh, you know, there's goodness. so much joy yes. on the other side. People look at you and they think that you have it all together. They see you doing things. They see you going places, but they have no clue what you've been through. And they have no clue what God has bought you through. God has bought me from the bottom and he has lifted me. And you just have to trust him. And, you know, he's my source over everything. 
He is. And I love the fact that you say he's your source. It's almost like you, sometimes I, it wasn't long ago, I was visiting somebody in a hospital and they came out of their room be with one of those machines that's attached to them. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was their source to breathe. It was like oh, their wow. oxygen to breathe. Wow. And so I think about that's what it is to, have to call Jesus your source. You, you're attached to him. I mean, you're, your oxygen, you're, he's your oxygen. You are attached and you are you are breathing in and you are, are connected and, you know, you're sharing his nature. And it's so beautiful when that happens. Stenia, talk to me a little bit about uh, talking about God's love. Um did you did you experience that as a child, or is it was this God's love new to you now that you're experiencing it new and fresh as an adult? It was an adult experience because I thought I knew God, and the God that I thought I knew was they were like two different people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh! So even in my mistakes, you're just here guiding me, saying, "Okay, I love you," and 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 and, and I love you in spite of you know. It, it wasn't like a I, I, I just can't explain it. It's the most pure love. Like, I didn't have to do anything. Um, I didn't have to be anything. All I had to be was just me. And he just loved me. And so, you know, waking up, you know, I think about now, I used to be so angry to wake up. I used to be like, oh, Lord, I'm a, I don't woke up again. You didn't take me today, Lord. Mm. <laughs> and now I realize how precious life is and how beautiful life is. So now when I wake up, I'm like, thank you, Lord. Oh, that's so I'm like, wonderful. thank you, Lord. He's like the first person I talk to. Sure. <laughs> so like, um, <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you for this day. Thank you for my life. Thank you for being able to move. I don't even think people appreciate being able to move, being able to run after that child, being able to go to that job. Maybe that's not the car you want, but being able to get in the car, turn the key, and it start, and you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or even have a car. Or even have a car. <laughs> okay, because I've been there too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, having your car is definitely better. You know, a piece of a car is better than no car. <laughs> and so I'm I'm grateful for just the small. Simple things like a sunny day. Um, I'm just grateful. Yes, that is. Well, it's obvious you're just oozing with the love of Jesus. I'm telling you. Well, now, do you have children? Yes. Okay, yes. tell us about them. Yes, my oldest son Rodney is 20. Um, I raised him as a single mom until he was eight years old. Um, I got pregnant with Rodney my uh, senior year at OU, and so single mom just out of school. Um, you know, it's rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of hard to get a job when you got a new baby. So started out as a struggle, but he's 20 years old. He's thriving. He's doing great. Um, I have another son. He's 12, and I've been married 13 years um, to my husband. And so both sons are his. I mean, you know, our God reunited our family. And so we've been able to raise two strong and amazing sons. And I'm, I'm just grateful that I'm here to see them grow because I almost let the spirit of lack take me away from them. I almost let the lies of the enemy uh, take me away from the two most precious gifts that God could give. And, and I don't think we look at our children as gifts, but they are truly gifts from God. And they bring us so much joy, even when they're working our last nerves. <laughs> yeah, they, they can do that, can't they? <laughs> they are the best. I got one more nerve. They're going to take it. <laughs> Before, jump on that last they're going to take it before the day's <laughs> over. You know what? I, I love the fact that you said you're married now, but I want to tell the single moms, as you know, and you will testify to this, that happiness is not found in a husband. Happiness is found in Christ. And so you may be sitting there and say, well, it's easy for her to say. She's a married now, and she's got a husband in the house, and she has this and that. But um, would you address that, that happiness is not found in in a husband? Um or other things, but sure. but address that to these single moms. I'll address that to the single moms. So moms, 
when I attempted suicide, I was making the most money that I ever made. I was married. I made more money than my husband at that time. I could have taken care of our entire house. I made more money. I had a great job. I had two children. Mm. I had everything at home. I had everything that everybody says that you should have. And I still was walking around with that same spirit of lack. And I learned something in that. No matter how much money you make, no matter what kind of man you, what kind of piece of a man you get, husband you get, no matter how big your house is or your job is, you've got to stay connected to the source. You can never lose that connection to Christ. You can never lose that connection to God. That God's love is the thing. It's the glue. It's the it's the thing that sustains us. It's um, our relationship with him is more important than any other relationship that we're ever going to have. And so it's not found in those things. My joy comes from within. It comes from the love of God that's on the inside of me and the joy of Christ that's on the inside of me. And no one can take it. Yes. And you know what, moms, you can have that love and that joy of Christ inside of you, though your whole world is an amazing, chaotic mess right Amen. now. Amen. <laughs> Just the biggest mess you could ever write about. But, you know, it is possible. It is possible to have such joy on the inside that He infuses you with His love and power that you are able to rise above the circumstance and somehow mm-hmm. glide over it without going under with it. So isn't that, that. Isn't that, that is true? You know, I love that you said, um, talked about the spirit of lack because it comes from the enemy. It it uh, It is not what God has given us. You know, it mm-hmm. comes from that in comparison, but... I'm thinking be the scripture that says God has not given us a spirit of fear or a spirit of lack, but a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. As a child of Christ, you have power. Yes. You have a sound mind. You're yes. not going crazy raising right. these kids. That's right. <laughs> and, and that you have his love. Always. So, you know, I, I love that you have move me to think about that scripture that you have not been given a spirit of fear or, power, but a, or a spirit of lack, but of power and love and a sound mind. You know, as we move forward, I just, I want to think a moment about what would it take, moms, for you to make the choice today to turn your heart to Christ and to to give up control and to give give your life to Him? What what would that take for you? What do you think would it take for some of these moms to be at the point that they say, okay, I'm not doing such a good job. This isn't working. I, I'm ready. At what point do you think they're ready to do that? You just got to surrender. You just got to get to the point. It's a choice. Um, it is a choice. He, he gives us this 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 free will and, 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 and the free will to either do it your way or... Or his way, mm-hmm. but his way is perfect. So while you're thinking you don't have any support, you've got a God that's just standing right there. Mm-hmm. His arms are open wide. I would just jump right in and be like, Daddy, take this. Yes, yes. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah, I know. <laughs> take it all. Yes. And he's ready. And he's and he's, you know, we're looking for love. You know, what's that one song, Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places? Yes, uh-huh. You know, I think that was me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there should be a picture of me yeah. on that album. <laughs> Looking for love in all the wrong places yeah. when God was right there. And I thought I knew him, ladies. I thought I knew him. But the God that I met on my deathbed, oh, he's amazing. He's the best. 
he's the best lover I've ever had. Yes. He made me, I felt so complete. I didn't feel like I wasn't enough. I didn't feel like there was anything I had to be. There wasn't anything I had to put on. I didn't have to put on makeup. I didn't have to get dressed. All I had to be was what he created me to be. And and, and you just got to surrender that to him. And then he takes care of the rest. Yes. Say yes. I love that. Say yes. And you don't have to fix yourself up. You don't have to fix this first no. before you go there. Like, well, I, I can go to him after I stop this or I stop or stop going there or stop doing this. Then I will. I can go to him. Mm-hmm. You come now. He invites. He says, come now. He says, come as you are. Come now. You know, and thinking about that, um, before we close out the podcast, I, I'm going to uh, give the moms an opportunity to pray and ask Christ into their life. Be, But before we do that, you're so powerful and have so much to say. <laughs> do, you, do you have any parting words you want to say with these moms before we pray? I just have not done this in other podcasts, but I really feel led to, to ask the moms to pray the plan to ask Christ into their life in just mm-hmm. a moment. But before I do that, do you have any, any thoughts or last words you just want a takeaway, what you want them to know and to grab a hold of it as we go forward? That the first I do that you make needs to be to Christ. He needs to be your first yes. Mm. He needs to be your first yes. And I, I truly believe that God honors that when we when we have that relationship with him. And then he'll bless that relationship with your children. And he'll bless the relationships going forward. And so the first I do, the first yes, the first point of change needs to be saying yes to Christ. Yes. And with that yes to Christ, once they say yes to Christ, mm. uh what do they need to do after that as far as a church home or as far as the Word of God? Where, where would you have them turn after they say yes to Christ? After you say yes to Christ, is very important. I say a church home is very important. Um, you know, just some just support. Somewhere where you can have some support and some fellowship. And, and, and Bible study was a big thing for me. I mean, I really dove into Bible study, like learning about Christ and learning about God and his word. Like, I know people think it's weird, but I have like the gym sends me a scripture every day. And I love that. And, and spending some kind of time connected with him, even if I only have time to do a scripture, you know, in the car with my son, I I love staying connected with God's word. And like I said, finding some word of fellowship and, uh, and when you say yes to Christ, guess what? He sends people into your life. He sends the crew. Okay. Yes, he does. I love <laughs> He that. sends the crew. <laughs> he does. You know what, moms? The greatest thing you can do for your children. The gr- you, you, do you love them? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you do you want your kids to be okay? Yes. The greatest thing you can do for them is to invite Christ into your mm-hmm. life because your children will see the difference and model that. That's the greatest <laughs> gift that you could give them. Would you agree? I agree. Yes. Well, you know what? I'm going to do this right now. Let's just say a prayer. I'm, I wish you could see us right now. I'm holding B's hands, and she's holding mine, this beautiful woman of God. And we're going to unite together in spirit. Uh, the Bible says when we come together, or two or three are gathered together, we can pray, and the Spirit will empower us to pray prayers of faith. And we love you. God loves you, first of all. Uh, more, He created you. He has a plan for you, a future and a hope that that does not bring calamity, but but can bring the turn the ashes into what is it? The can turn what's the scripture? Beautiful ashes. It was on my tip of my tongue. He has amazing plans for you still, and I want you to believe that and move forward in that and trust God to bring it to you. 
and find a church home, find a place you can go to get support and help. Go tell a pastor there that you just received Christ. Uh, ask about a Bible study, and you will be surprised how God will send the people after you to take you up and care for you. So if you want to ask Jesus into your heart for the first time, I'm just going to ask you to repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you and choose to lay my life down. I ask you to move in my heart and to forgive me for going my own way. I ask your spirit to come into my life now. And to raise me up to be the person I was created to be. Lord Jesus, I turn over my life to you. And today, I choose to be a follower of Jesus Christ. Father, thank you for this divine appointment. Enable me to grow and to learn about you. Empower me to be the single mother I have yet to become. And Father, I give you all the praise and the glory for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Single moms, as you go today, may God be with you, God bless you, and may the light of Christ shine upon you in your household. Thank you for listening to an Equip podcast. To find out more about Arise Ministries or resources offered for single moms, visit www.ariseministries.net.